He's called seven times in the past hour. Each time, I send him to voicemail. I don't dare pick up because hearing his voice would make this day even harder. And I listen for his call, knowing it will come again in the next few minutes. In the meantime, I look over at myself in the full-length mirror. My hair is pinned up in a mess of curls that fall down my back. I'm supposed to be dressed and ready to go in the next half hour. But so far, all I've managed to do is put on my white silk slip and heels. Swoop did an amazing job with my hair and makeup. They offered to help me get dressed. But I told them I needed a few moments to myself. It's been ten minutes, and he hasn't called. I swallow hard and look at my phone as if expecting it to explain itself to me. The phone remains silent. This is it. He's doing what I told him to do. He's walking away and letting go of the notion of us. This is a good thing. Then why does it hurt so much? Another 15 minutes pass by, and still no call. It was hard rejecting his calls, but it turns out having no contact with him is far worse. I look over at the clock on the wall. Another 10 minutes has gone by. He's done with me. With us. I can't say I blame him after everything that's happened. I get why he's staying away. I just didn't think a silent phone could cause me to feel so utterly hopeless. Please call again. I don't care if it's right or wrong. Call again. I will pick up, Aiden. I promise. Nothing. As I'm walking over to my closet, the phone rings once again. For the record, I know it's stupid to take the call. Even entertaining the thought of speaking to Aiden is bad. But I do it anyway. I take the call and promise myself it will stop there. Hi. I whisper softly into the phone. Alley behind the school. Ten minutes. He commands. I go to protest, but he hangs up. I grab my long black trench coat off the hanger and put it on. I think about taking to the air, but then I remember the air is being watched. I could have used a port, but driving will get me more time to figure out what to say to him. So I sneak into the garage and take my Uncle Jay's car. It's pouring down so hard. The raindrops sound more like hammers as they hit the windshield. Once inside the alley, a tall, dark figure approaches. I go over what I'm going to say to him in my head. Aiden, it's crazy to meet like this, especially today of all days. I care about you. I always will. But we need to deal with what has happened. There's no way to get around it. So please, stop trying and let me do what I need to do.